Welcome to the Further Light Podcast, presented by Wisconsin Freemasonry, helping you accomplish your Masonic goals through education and more light. And now, I present to you, Brother Kurt Campagna. Greetings. My name is Kirk Campagna, and I am currently serving as the Grand Chaplain for the State of Wisconsin Free and Accepted Masons. It is a pleasure to be here to share a few moments of time with you on uh, this podcast. I would like to start off. This topic seems to hit many of us in our lodges, in our lives. The topic that I have chosen is keeping our ego in check. It's something that we all have. We all have ego of some form. Some have very large or oversized egos, and some have very diminished or smaller egos, but we all have them. In my opinion, that it's up to us to constantly check ourselves and where our ego is. We don't want to be told that we are on a ego trip. I think we've heard that phrase before. Or that uh, maybe our brothers in the lodge have made comments like that we have forgotten whence we came. That is something that is uh, means that we may be out of balance in our ego. So let's talk about it. The ego. What is the ego? Well, the ego is defined by Merriam-Webster is the self, especially as contrasted with another self or the world. Your ego is your conscious mind. That part of you that identifies yourself as self. If you say someone has a big ego, you are, in essence, saying that they're too full of themselves. So how do we know what an oversized ego is? Well, usually we say they always have to be right in all conversations they're always correct and the other person is always wrong i had a job once where i had a manager very loudly in his office yelling to an employee say listen here in our arguments i will always be right and you will always be wrong You can probably guess on how that went across with the rest of the workers. Ego. Full of ego. If I have too much or an oversized ego, I also want always more. Never satisfied with what I have. There's always more. And gosh darn it, I always have to win. Losing is not an alternative, only winning. They require a constant recognition. I need to be 
introduced. I need to be recognized for all of my achievements in every single connection with another human. Usually we find that people with egos have very one-sided conversations. They're the ones always talking. They're not very good listeners. They're always in control of the conversation. And finally, they, they really lack empathy. They lack concerns of the other person or what the other person is saying. They are full of themselves. So if I have an opposite, let's say I don't have that ego, I now have something where I have very little ego or could be considered egoless. In Collins' dictionary, we say having no ego or not having an inflated view of one's self-importance. She was very humble, assumingly shy, and egoless. So we may be called egoless, but I would argue, I believe with an egoless person, uh, we still see some form of ego in the person. For not all ego is bad. Ego is both positive and negative aspects to itself. Ego simply means a solid, healthy, and strong sense of self. Used properly, an ego can help us grow. It can be a great thing, and it also can be very damaging. It's just how you use it. Have you kept it in check? It can make you overly sensitive to failure, or uh, maybe you're too confident in your abilities but it also can drive you to succeed it also can harm those around you that you care about the most a lot of our business owners managers um, ceos view strong ego as a great thing it helps you rise to the top because you can succeed in any competitive field that you are working in you want to outdo the competition you can overcome obstacles you don't let minor obstacles come in the way you do anything for success you set huge goals and you truly believe you can achieve them a lot of people with large egos accomplish a lot in life because you just can't have enough attention, praise, and that there's never enough. It's competitive, it's competitive, it's competitive. But it also has a tendency to lead to the person's downfall. For you're caught up with what others think most of the time you're obsessed with uh, with what other people are thinking about you you never experience peace of mind too much ego can also be very harmful 
to those around you. You're always focusing on yourself. And others just seem to be a simple means to an end. How are they helping you succeed? It can also blind you to the truth. For people with huge or inflated egos lose sight of life's bigger picture. They're afraid of failure. They also stop you from stretching out of your comfort zone because your fear of failure. And what you ultimately get is arrogance. Now, when we speak of arrogance, let's not be misunderstood. There is a huge difference between ego and confidence. When we have confidence in our own abilities, when we believe in ourselves, it's not the ego. That's something totally different. Unlike confidence, the ego operates out of self-interest. It seeks approval, accolades, and validations. Whereas if one has high self-esteem, you are being confident, believing in what you're saying, others believe in you as well. You have bigger dreams because you believe in your abilities to achieve them. With egos, they aren't able to recover from success. They're alienated by friends because of their attitude. Simply put, no one likes to be around them. There's a very good book out by Ryan Holiday. It's called Ego is the Enemy. And in there he writes, When we remove ego, we're left with what is real. What replaces ego is humility. Yes, but rock hard humility and confidence. Whereas ego is artificial, this type of confidence can hold weight. Ego is stolen. Confidence is earned. Ego is self-anointed. Its swagger is artificial. One is girding yourself, the other gaslighting. It's a difference between potent and poisonous. <laughs> I think that's a very good representation. I mean... Truly, ego is stolen. Confidence is earned. In confidence, we're shown doing the work. Our motives are real, correct. We're doing it for others, not for ourselves. Serving mankind and not just ourselves. Ryan Holiday also writes in Ego is the enemy. Greatness comes from humble beginnings. It comes from the grunt work. It means you're the least important person in the room. Until you change that with results. One of the reasons why in 
Freemasonry, as we are serving as an officer, we start out with the most grunt work. We're given the tasks. We're taught to subdue our egos and find ourselves. The best thing that one can do is use the tool of the ear. Listen more and talk less. Learn from those around you. More importantly, some of our members who have been in the quarries for a long time, they are a plethora of information and experience. Masonry has never considered itself as a democracy. The master of the lodge is not only the leader, but most importantly, he is the greatest servant. He has made an obligation to serve his lodge and his brethren. And the best words that can ever be said at the end of his term is, thank you, brothers, for all of your support. So here's a big shocker. The reality is, Freemasonry can feed the ego. And let's think about that. Freemasonry can feed the ego. I mean, it only makes sense. We start out as enter apprentices and we go to fellow crafts and then master masons. We've already set sort of a knowledge-based level to the person. So we're looking at someone who is an EA as less knowledgeable, maybe not as important. We walk around with jewels signifying our office or certain accolades have been given to us or titles. How many of us have heard of, well, he's just a title grabber. It is a fact that Freemasonry can feed the ego. So it's more especially important for us to be aware of our ego and to try and keep it in check. The question that must be asked is, am I being defined by this position or am I defining this position? Is this a stepping stone? Or is this truly the place I want to be at? That I can do the most amount of good work in? Where are the needs? What can I do to serve my craft better and not myself? And only you can answer that question in your heart. Do you wear your jewels as a bragging right? Or do you wear them to honor the work that you have completed? It's a big question. It's a serious question. It's a question we all must ask ourselves. Now, I know that I am far from perfect as a man or a human and that my work is never done and I must constantly look at how I can improve myself. I hope I'm doing that. 
but it involves us to take a moment and really be introspective. Why is it that I'm doing what I'm doing and for what cause? So for many of you listening, you may be saying, hey, Kurt, you haven't talked anything about religion or God. You are the grand chaplain and all. And that is correct. Your religion is your personal belief system. I'm not here to dictate or to tell you what you should believe and what you shouldn't believe. But I can tell you that if you have an overinflated ego or your ego is too large, that becomes a problem for having faith. If you put yourself above your creator because your ego tells you that you are the center of the universe. Everything that you do is for you. Then you lose the fact that you have belief in a creator, a, a God that, helps you through your life, your holy writings. Ego can be very, very destructive to religion. If you put others behind you, that is a problem. You need to put yourself behind others. That's how charity is done. That is what makes a Mason a good Mason. You believe in a deity and that you also believe in charity, hope, truth, love, and all of the tenets that brings Masonry to what it is. As I've said, none of us are perfect. We all have egos and our egos get strong and get weak, but we need to keep our ego in check. For we're all in this together. We need to keep focus on what we're doing, why we're doing, and who we're doing it with. As a team, we have no individuals. We have leaders, but they lead for the greater good of them all and not just for themselves. So be a little introspective. Look into your own ego. If it's getting a little large, bring it back. Become a little more humble. I know it's one of those things that we all need to do it time to time. And we're all guilty of an overinflated ego. But if our main course is it's the right thing to do for our lodge and for our society and for our family, we can do no wrong. It's about us. God bless each and every one of you until I talk to you again. Have a good day. And thank you for listening. Are you interested in learning more about Freemasonry in Wisconsin? Visit WisconsinMasons.org to learn more about Masonry and access further educational content and more light. Once again, that address is wimasons.org. 
Any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email us at education at wisconsinmasons.org. And thank you for listening.